Hello, I'm Rod Studd. Welcome along to the latest edition of the PDC podcast on the wire. The dust has barely settled on Phil Taylor's 15th world title triumph and the great and good of the game have gathered at the Dorchester Hotel to honour their own at the annual PDC Awards dinner. We've caught up with all the big winners on the night, Phil Taylor, Simon Whitlock and also joining us are Dennis Priestley, Colin Osborne and Paul Nicholson. And now let's catch up with the latest news from the PDC. Totesport.com have been announced as a new title sponsor of the Totesport.com Players' Championship to be held at the Circus Tavern in Perfleet from the 28th to the 31st of January. The prize fund for the tournament has been increased to £250,000 following a donation of £50,000 from the Professional Dance Players Association. Tickets for the Totesport.com Players' Championship are still available from the Circus Tavern box office on 01708 864 001. Simon Whitlock's announcement as the first Sky Sports wildcard for the White Mackay Premier League darts leaves one place in the field still to be confirmed. The Australian joins Phil Taylor, Raymond Van Barneveld, defending champion James Wade, Terry Jenkins, Mervyn King and Ronnie Baxter in the tournament. Tickets for the White Mackay Premier League darts are still available. For venue information, see the tickets section of the PDC's website. Phil Taylor has become the first player to top £1 million on the PDC Order of Merit. Comprised of prize money won in a two-year period, Taylor is over £700,000 ahead of Raymond Van Barneveld after taking home the £200,000 first prize at Alexandra Palace. Taylor was also the major winner at the PDC Annual Awards Dinner at the Dorchester Hotel in Mayfair. The World number 1 scooped the Players' Player of the Year, the Fans' Player of the Year, the PDC Pro Tour Player of the Year and claimed the prestigious Player of the Year title for a second successive year. Simon Whitlock's run to the final of the Labrooks.com World Championship and his qualification for last summer's Las Vegas Desert Classic earned him the Best Newcomer Award, given to the player who has made the greatest impact since joining the PDC and PDPA inside the last 12 months. The televised performance of the year went to Mervyn King for his brilliant display to end Taylor's reign as the Premier League Darts Champion at the semi-final stage last May, while Young Player of the Year went to Adrian Lewis who won two players' championships, hit a nine data and reached the quarter-finals in the StanJames.com World Matchplay, Skybet World Grand Prix and the Labrooks.com World Championships. Lewis was also amongst ten players rewarded for nine darters on the PDC Pro Tour with silver pin badges as members of the PDC's nine dart club. Televised perfect legs were rewarded with a gold pin badge and given to Taylor, Yella Klassen, Mervyn King and Raymond Van Barneveld. And finally, the PDC also inducted two new members into its Hall of Fame recognising the contributions made by tournament director Tommy Cox and event director Dick Alex since the organisation was founded back in 1993. Fresh from winning his 15th World Championship title, Phil Taylor scooped four gongs at the PDC Awards dinner at the Dorchester. Rod Studd caught up with the Stokes to congratulate him on his evening and to reflect on his clash with Simon Whitlock. Phil, just to reflect back on this evening's awards when you know you've won four awards, including all the, all the big prizes. Well, one with the nine data. Yeah, Thank okay. you. You've already got that about fifty-two times. Um, a lot of big prizes, um, great awards, player of the year, players' player of the year. Just, just sort of how you feel when you when you're going up there to pick up those awards. It's very humbling. Obviously, you know when when players, the people that you know hate your guts for twelve months, and then the one day of the year, the Halloween night of the year, when we all turn out. They all love you, and, and I'm very appreciative of it. You know, you don't realise this. Because you are, you know, we, we all... Not, I mean, hate is a very strong word. They don't hate you. Everybody wants to be here, but, you know, they're all targets. They're all, you know, rivals during the year. And you don't realise that 
they do appreciate what you've done and, and they do appreciate that, you know, you, you're the one who's making them get up and practice and dedicate themselves. Yeah. There must be a few of them like you because you've got a lot of votes. Yeah, of course they do, of course they do. You know, I, I, I didn't realise how much, you know, how, how votes I've got. Um, you mean, well, I mean, I wouldn't, would I? You know, even though I voted myself <laughs> about one, 500 yeah. times. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm very, very proud. I'm very honoured. I feel very humbled by it. I feel very, um, I'm absolutely shocked. Mark's shot by it. It's been a bit of a whirlwind 24 hours, hasn't it? You know, with what happened at the Alexander Palace and then tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit quick, really, because I haven't had a, ch a chance to, to settle down. You know, my head's spinning. I've not mm. stopped from... Well, I went to bed at half past two and I was up at six this morning doing interviews. So I've not really stopped. So it's not sunk in, really. Yeah, it's a lot to better feeling to have when your head's spinning when you've won rather than the disappointment of defeat, I'm isn't it? absolutely <laughs> over the moon. I'm so pleased that, 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 that I, you know, got a chance to bring Eric up because... This was. I remember, I remember Eric a few years ago and saying he can win 15 world titles, and I'm looking at him thinking, "What are you on? You know, you're on steroids or something." And it's come true, and I'm absolutely. You know, I can't thank him enough because he's the man who created this. Yeah, I mean, just just re reflect back on on the other night for us. Uh, Simon's just walked in, so you can. Uh you can hear what you're going to say, but um, it was a terrific final, wasn't it? And the guy never gave up, and he never, he never ever threw in the towel. The, the, the only problem I got with the final was the score was 7-3, and it, 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 was, it was a 7-6, really. I mean, the score didn't reflect the final. I've seen football matches where they've gone, like, 5-0, and, and, and it wasn't 5-0. I mean, the other team could have been 5-0 up themselves, you know, and it was one of them matches where it was, it was equal. You know, Simon came back, he was, he was solid, he was, but he was enjoying himself as well. You know, even during the breaks, he was saying, do you know what, I'm enjoying myself here. And he was. I mean, he's here now. Not in. He, he was. He was saying, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna push you. I'm gonna push you all the way. I might not win. I might win. I don't know. But, and that was his attitude. And he, he was perfect. And he just went up there. I think he's come to enjoy the week. You know what I mean? He's had a few turns in, in, in his life. You know, but he's just come and enjoyed himself. And he's, he's making a, a massive impact. And he's gonna be a massive impact next year. And I've told him today in the car that the players this year. They better watch out. I think it'll be a good addition for Big the Pre style. Premier League, isn't he? He's going to be a lot of uh, fun for the fans in the Premier he's League. He's going to be great. I think he's a great character. The way he is, the way he dresses, the way you know he's a tie, he's beard and he's longer. Mm -hmm. He's a great character, and, and that's what we need. You know, um, do what you're doing, keep doing what you're doing. I said to him, if you're practicing, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Yeah. Just finally, um, as we said, it's been a very busy 24, 48 hours for you. Are you going to give yourself a day off? Yes, I'm, I'll travel home tomorrow. I mean, yeah. Two days off then? No, one day. <laughs> what, two? No, no, no. I've had today off, so tomorrow is, is the final straw. No, 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 I'll get back. Even if I only do half an hour, but I'll do some type of throwing darts because if you don't throw, you lose, you lose something about your stance and your rhythm, so you must practice. Simon Whitlock stormed into the final of the Labrooks.com World Darts Championship, knocking out some big names on the way. The Australian was a standout story from the fortnight at Alexandra Palace and Rob met the Premier League's newest player at the PDC Awards dinner. Um, Simon, just to reflect back on the last 24 hours for us if you can, just describe what your life's been like over the past 24 hours. My life's completely changed now, I've made the Premier League, I've got runner-up in the World Championship, everything's just falling into place for me now. Yeah, just sum up about the Premier League because um, that is a real coveted position, I mean the players are you know, really crying out, they're all trying to get one of those wild cards and you've picked one up. Yeah, I just think over the last two tournaments I've done enough to get in, but you know, there's some great players who are going to miss out. How much of a difference is that going to make to you playing on that uh, circuit 14 nights, possibly 15 if you get to the finals against the biggest players in the world? Yeah, it'll be fantastic. You know, um, 
everyone dreams playing the Premier League. It's going to be the hardest tournament you know, in the world, I think. And it will make a massive difference to your game, I guess, wouldn't it? Because when you're playing these guys week in, week out, you improve as well as you've shown over the last week. Yeah, absolutely. I don't get that game practice in Australia. Now I'm going to be playing these guys day in, day out, and hopefully my game's going to go even better. How much have you enjoyed the last 24 hours? I know it's been you know, exhausting, but you know, you're still smiling, which is great. I'm exhausted, but I'm really happy. Everything's just working absolutely fantastically for me now. Have you had much chance to uh, look back on the final at all and watch it again and just think back on some of the moments you enjoyed, like the 170 out shot and stuff? No, I haven't seen much of it yet, but uh, they keep showing the good bits. <laughs> <laughs> What's been the reaction in Australia? Have you, have you managed to get uh, some feedback from the guys down under? Yeah, everybody's been supporting me, all my mates, and all, uh, nearly every single dart player in the country yeah. has been following me, and yeah, even the news and that. And how much of a difference would that make to guys back home? Because you know they'll think, hey, you know, if Simon can give it a go and be so successful, I can do it as well. It, it could be a big boom for the, the game in Australia, couldn't it? Yeah, definitely. Even like getting it live on on Foxtel is just huge for the game, and there's plenty of young guys out there who can throw really good darts as well. well just tell us what your plans are. For the next few weeks, a rest, I guess, wouldn't it be first? Yeah, I'll go back home in the morning and then uh, get on the practice board in a couple of days and then back. I'll be back in about a month. And we look forward to seeing the Premier League. Thanks, Simon. Yeah, thank you very much. It's been a good year for Colin Osborne, topped by his Championship League win and his run to the final of the UK Open. Rod asked Colin how he hoped to carry that on in 2010, but not before he'd answered a couple of hard-hitting opening questions. Colin Osborne, what's your favourite cheese? <laughs> Blue cheese. What's your favourite Kylie Minogue single, if you have one? I should be so lucky. Lucky, lucky, lucky? Yes. Okay, so now looking back on your year... In the <laughs> um, seriously, uh, yeah, just looking back on the year, it's been, it's been a very good year for you, hasn't it? I mean, particularly with the Championship League darts. How would you sum up the, the last 12 months, Cole? On, on a reflection, Rod, you know, I mean, personal-wise, I've had a, I've had a cracking... Darts-wise, you know, I've had a few personal problems over the last 12 months, but obviously darts-wise, it's uh, successfully out for myself. Obviously, the first six months of the year, lots of semi-finals, couple of finals, quarter-finals on the Pro Tours, you know. Getting to the final in Bolton was a massive boost myself, you know. Not too good in the TV ones, and then the Championship League of Darts, obviously beating Phil in the final. Won a couple of more floor, floor tournaments, you know, so overall it has been a, a great year for me. Yeah, moving on to the next year, how much of those, the two performances you highlighted there, the one getting to the final in Bolton and then beating Phil at Crondon Park, how much will that help your confidence next year, do you think? I, I know you're not short of confidence, but it must be a little bit of a, uh, a shot in the arm. Of course it is, you know, and just another key factor, obviously, proving to myself, you know, that I can play on the big stage, you know. And I think also I got beaten in the first round of the World Championships by Sam, which, I mean, you've got to take it, it was a cracking game, you know. But I think now, as the TV ones are coming around, I'm becoming not a better dad player, I think I'm becoming more mature, you know, of handling myself in them situations. You know, so for this next year, I mean, I hope I can kick on, you know, and just carry on where I've left off, so to speak. Yeah, you mentioned the game against Simon there. When you reflect back now, it was no, at the time you might not have realised it, but it was no disgrace to lose to him this week, was it? Not at all, you know, I mean, coming off, off on that Tuesday night, you know, I mean, I'd, the, I'd phoned the wife, you know, and I, I was good because I'd been beat, and she actually sent me on the phone, you, you, you're doing nothing wrong, but I must have done something wrong because I didn't win, and it wasn't until I actually got home and I, and I watched, you know, the, the video of it, and uh, I didn't do anything wrong, you know, I mean, Simon's finishing was, it was incredible. And then it's the same question you ask yourself all the time, you know, which we have week and we got on the, on the Pro Tour was, has he had his good game? 
But then the bits and bobs I've watched throughout the tournament, you know, he's just gone from strength to strength and he showed that by not only beating myself, he took Wayne Jones out, who was another top 20 player. Terry Jenkins, who was fifth. James Wade, who was third. Barney, who was second, you know, and obviously the biggest obstacle of all, which was Phil. And, and over the longer format, I mean, Phil is... Phil's Phil. You know, he's an animal. I think you averaged 96 in that game, 96 odd, wasn't it, and, and got beat. So, I mean, you can't beat yourself up over that, can you, really? No, no, I say, I say, Rod, watching it, I've done nothing wrong, you know. And it come to the point halfway through the game where, the, I mean, I think I, I think I took a 160 out of 116 and a 112 when I needed to. And it was coming to the point, I say, halfway through the game, I had to take them shots out, otherwise he just wasn't missing, you know. And it wasn't until I got back home to watch it, you know, and it was, uh, it was his finishing throughout the tournament was scary. I think in, he had, he threw 15 darts and hit 11 doubles. It's, no, I think it was a 73%, you know, and it's, you win a lot more than you lose at that percentage, you know. Yeah, and just a win on tonight, Colin, it's been a good night and, you know, you've been regularly featured on the big screen there for nominations. That must give you a lot of pride. It does, I mean, unfortunately, I've not won one tonight, you know, which, but that, that's, it's just nice to be up there and not be nominated because you still get the recognition of being playing well all year round, you know. And like you say, I mean, overall tonight has been a fantastic awards dinner for us you know and it's just another step in showing how far we have come yeah and just finally i mean we've mentioned the game against simon there you average 96 and you lose it just shows the standard of this game is going up and up and up and you, you know everyone's got to improve year on year just to stand still almost haven't you that's right you know and, and it's like a lot of the boys which you've obviously made that come over you know from the bdo the top boys like to simon and gary and rob thornton and mev you know obviously webbing as well you know they know now you know it's not a case of just turning up because big names don't win games no more. You know, there's a lot of hungry people out there and the financial rewards are there as well, you know, so yeah, it's like in anything, you only put, get out what you put in. Paul Nicholson was in bullish mood when he spoke to Rod about the year ahead. The Geordie Aussie was full of praise for Simon Whitlock and talked about the impact the Premier League new boy will have on both his season and the rest of the PDC. Paul, uh, the end of one year and the start of another, so if we can just look back on 2009, how would you sum it up for yourself? A massive learning experience for me and uh, nothing but positives. I mean, there have been negatives uh, personally, but as far as learning curves for me, um, first six months were, you know, a lot of negatives, which I've learned from, used for the second six months of 2009 and uh, come out shining, really. I would say that in the televised performances, I haven't uh, come out with the results that I maybe have deserved. But to be honest with you, uh, looking forward to 2010, I just... I just can't wait. It was incredible into 2008, so was it always going to be tough really to uh, to back that up? Because I mean, you had some real emotional highs at the Grand Slam and the World Championship. It was going to be hard to back that up. I mean, the, the competition on the PDC circuit is, is unprecedented. Yeah. And for me, it was uh, the Grand Slam, I had a bit of a taste for it. Then I came into the World Championships with a lot of confidence and I took that into my great performances, but I didn't have any flaw um, uh, uh, performances behind me so I didn't really know what that was going to be like so what I've done is I've learned to be a floor player I've, I've learned to be strong on the floor so that I can actually get myself into these big tournaments so now that I've got that under my belt going into 2010 I feel that 2010 has got a lot to offer for Paul Nicholson. How much of a difference has it been you know when, when you came out of the Grand Slam everyone thought who's this Nicholson bloke and then obviously we know you produced that 180 to start with now you're a, you're a known face as it were does that make things different? Not really for me because I'm always in my little zone um, I'm one of those players who doesn't like to be bothered in the practice room. I get my iPod on, I put my angry music on, and I want to be me. Um, nothing will ever change that. I'm always going to be the bad boy. Um, and I just hope the fans enjoy what I do, because 
I enjoy what I do as well. Yeah, I enjoy that. I mean, there's no question about that. And, it, and it's still, you know, one of the great sites, one of your walk-ons, isn't it? I, mean, I know you really get a buzz from it. I really do, and it, it makes me into the player that I want to be. I'm a very intense character. I'm, a, I'm an intense player, and the people I play against know what I'm like. So they don't find it disrespectful. They just know that I've got to be like that to produce my best art. I mean, I played one of my better friends on the PDC circuit in, in Terry Jenkins. And, you know, I had a, there was a few antics up there, but there was a lot of respect too. Um, you'll probably find out who I don't like on the PDC circuit if, uh, if the antics go a little bit far, but that, that's the sport. It's, it's theatre, and uh, that, that's, that's what we do for the fans. Yeah, just a quick word on that Terry Jenkins game, Paul. I mean, we know um, you had a lot of trouble getting to the venue, and Terry had been there for hours, and you were unlucky with the snow. Do you kind of you know, eliminate those excuses from your mind, or do you kind of wonder what might have been had things been different with the weather and stuff? On the night, I think for my uh, mental focus, I, I just forgot about it. I got into the venue, I tried to get things done as quickly as I could so I could prepare. Obviously, it wasn't ideal preparation for me because I'm very uh, stringent on my preparation routine of that three hour uh, of, of what I like to do. Uh, I do look upon it now as a bit of a what could have been, but as far as I'm concerned, 2010 is ahead of me. I don't look back. Um, and I know there's a lot more that I can do uh, in the future. Now, the tournament panned out with uh, a guy you know very well from Australia, Simon Whitlock, having a fantastic run. Uh, what were your thoughts as his uh, run gathered momentum all the way to the final? It wasn't a surprise to me at all because I've, I've seen firsthand um, knowing Simon, not for a long period, but I've known him enough to see just how devastating he really can be. And I think that Simon actually brought his A game to this championships and he's shown everybody just how good he is. Um, and for him to be in the Premier League, I think is going to be a fantastic asset to Sky Sports and to the PDC. You will actually see the best starts of what Australia can offer. Um, I've been ahead of Simon in the rankings for a long time this year. And for him to actually jump me in one tournament, um, I'll be honest, it did hurt a little bit because I've been ahead of him for quite a long time. But I see it as a massive motivational tool for me to actually try and catch him up. And I can see Simon and I actually egging each other on this year and I can see Australian darts coming stronger and stronger and stronger in 2010. Yeah, as you rightly said, he's in the Premier League for next season. I mean, a lot of people at the start of the World Championship are looking for someone who might be able to qualify and, and there was some suggestion that if you had a good run, then you, your name could have been in the frame. Is that where your aspirations lie, to play in those 8,000, 10,000 arenas? That's what I want more than anything else in darts, Rod. Um, I want to get in front of those massive crowds. I, I want to play in front of my home fans in Newcastle more than anything else because I know for a fact that me being the bad boy that's the one night I'll get the cheers and uh, that will be the one night that I can actually tell my family I'm in front of you guys and I'm showing you what I can do and this is what my 25 years of preparation has been all for uh, I've got a lot of people who are proud of me but as far as I'm concerned you know the green and gold of Australia should be very proud of me and should be very very proud of Simon and I can see big things happening for both Simon and myself in 2010 Finally Paul I'm you mentioned Australia, that you're coming back to live in the northeast now, back to the Newcastle area. Um, what kind of a difference will that make uh, now you're back in these shores? It makes a big difference for me because um, what I've tried to focus on since my personal problems earlier in uh, 2009 is surrounding myself with the right people. Uh, I'm in a very, very lucky uh, position to be with Modus Management, who you know have James Wade, Mark Webster, and Robert Thornton, and Jay. you know those guys have, have, have stuck by my side in my bad times. I've got other friends and darts like Mervyn King who have you know, seen me on bad days and they've egged me on to say, you know, you're better than this. Um, but I really, really do feel that moving back to the northeast and being close to my family and close to my um, very, very close friends 
that you know I've got the right people in my corner and the confidence that I'm going to exude going forward towards you know the UK Open, the, the World Match Play. You know you haven't seen the last of me yet. The final word at the PDC Awards went to Dennis Priestley, who had more good news on his health as he outlined his plans for 2010. Dennis, turn of one year into another one. It's always a time for sort of reflecting, looking back, and looking forward as well. Um, just reflect back for us on 2009 for Dennis Priestley, if you can. Well, a, a, a funny year, difficult year. Um, you know, we hospital tests and one thing and another. But uh, I uh, I went to as many tournaments as uh, I felt necessary and. I, had, I suppose I had a real good year compared to some of the lads. I mean, I won three, three pro tours, uh, one in Atlanta, one in Canada, and one at Wigan, I do believe. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of lads what's on tour, what's a lot younger than me, I'd love to have won three. So, yeah, looking at that, it's just the television uh, performance I'd like to uh, get back on and, uh, and play better. But... Um, I seem to want the shorter formats nowadays. Unfortunately, I'm um, I'm hitting a, a brick wall after after you know getting so far and then losing uh, whether it's concentration because of um, I don't know mental or and physical. You know, it's just uh, it's just doesn't seem to be there just at present. So it'd be nice just to work on that. In saying that, Dennis, I mean those pro tour events are pretty gruelling in their own right, aren't they? So, you know, if you can play well all day, I know you do get breaks in the matches, but yeah. they're, they're tough days, though. So they, are, can... they are tough days, and um, and and yes, and I'm thinking, well, if, if you can last out all day in them, why not last out an hour, an hour and a half? But it's a solid hour and a half, and where, like rightly you've just said, you know, you're playing uh, up to probably, you know, first to six or something like that, and then I can concentrate for that span, and then I've got a chance to sit down and uh, have half an hour and, and get myself back up for another uh, 11 legs or whatever. And, and that seems to not be too bad, but it's, it's, it's the length of the games. Whereas when I first started and playing on television, the, the longer that was, you know, that was what I wanted. Because then I could get in my stride and get settled and, and play, play my darts. Now, now I'm wanting them short games. What are your hopes for 2010? Um, I have no particular hopes, just to get another good result in uh, in April when I go to hospital again. Um, and I'm, I'm just going to pick and choose a little bit more where I'm going to go. Uh, I can't see it being many uh, tournaments abroad, but I'll, I'll definitely be doing the Canadian one because I always make a holiday of it and, and stop with friends. So that's the, that's the, uh, the reason I shall go there because some of the lads will say, well, you're not... You're not going to do as much but yet you're going to Canada but that's that's yeah. you know I'm just going to pick and choose and go where I want. You mentioned the hospital test there I mean I mean everyone in, in darts and there are loads of well wishers always asking how, how's Dennis getting on how, how are you? Well I had great results on um, on my last test in November and uh, it's six month it's six month again I'll be in in April and just hoping for the same same thing that it's uh, it's not there yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's kept in check. We all do. We all do, obviously. It'll be good to get another good result. Thank There's you. Yeah. for that, obviously. Um, just, just finally, just a quick reflection back on the World Championship. You know, again, maybe a similar thing for you. You started very well in that game against McDyne, didn't you? Yeah. Was that the same kind of pattern? Same thing, yeah. It, it, it's a brick wall again. You know, two, two sets up. No reason to be uh, uh, worried at any stage. And then, yet, uh, I, I didn't perform. Um, you know, I, I probably... Probably had the one at, one at best losing averages uh, in that particular uh, round. Uh, Kevin 
seemed to have done some something with his knee. I, I didn't uh, take much notice of it. And, and watching watching video after, he just seemed like he thought, oh, bugger this, I, I'm, I've nothing to lose. And just actually looked like he, he just flung him. And the, when everything he flung at, you know, everything he threw the dart at, he hit. You know, I think he'd four or five ball finishes and and, uh, and he played played well and, and upped his average up to a 99 average. We know you were at the final. Um, mm. Magnificent tie, if I may say so, Dennis. Well, I've had, yeah, I have them sort of presents. <laughs> them presents I'm sure you did. Yeah, yeah, I've got uh, quite a number of uh, Dennis the Menace yeah. ties, yeah. Um, just, just a word on Taylor. I mean, this guy has been, it's 20 years since he won his world title, yeah, his phenomenal. first world yeah, title. Phenomenal. So just give us an appreciation of a guy who's been at the top yourself yeah, for two decades. I, I just don't know how he, uh, how he maintains it now when he does it. Um, like, like you said, it's, it was his 21st world championship on the trot. Um, because he, he was actually um, the one before me, you know, his, his, his first one were 90, mine were 91. And to keep going on and on and doing what he's doing, it's just phenomenal. He's, uh, he's, he's just worlds apart from anything what we've ever seen in darts. Well, thanks for joining us for the latest edition of On The Wire. We'll be back to preview the totesport.com Players' Championship with more big-name interviews.